you know, the sooner we get to make heaven on earth and, and know that sounds so cheesy, but I truly believe like we make our reality. Like we, we all have like the God spark, the universe spark, whatever it is that you want to call it. We all have that within us and we all have the power to create this world to be what it's going to be. Welcome, welcome to P.S. I Love Me, the podcast. I am your host, Gina Swire, international self-love expert, coach, author, and manifesting queen. And I am on a mission to help a billion women fall madly in love with themselves and get everything they want in their life. And that, my friend, includes you. This podcast is for down-to-earth women who love spirituality, manifesting, and laughing at life's challenges. And remember, with self-love, anything is possible. Today, I am interviewing my gorgeous friend and client, Laura Bam Bam. And we are both from a very similar area in Manchester. We met, I think, through social media. Yes. Yeah. We met through social media. We knew we were going to work together. We weren't sure exactly what on. And then a few months ago, Laura decided to join the Infinite Self-Love Coaching Academy, which was such a fuck yes for me um, to have this gorgeous, incredible like mm, the word that I want to use for you, Laura, is just like Earth Guardian. Like that's <laughs> what you feel like to me. You are like so freaking. You have such a deep level of care for people that is so, is so expanding for many. You know your level of care, how much you care for people, is so beautiful to witness and like having you in the coaching academy and seeing you blossom into this self-love coach and go through all of the hurdles and all of the beliefs and all of the things and just stick with it and do your work and show up and freaking slay is is such a gift to me and is about to be already is such a gift to the ones that you will support like I freaking love having you in the coaching academy and yeah and you bring so much the whole coaching academy is so full of incredible salt of the earth humans we're all just like a match for it and you are all such a match for it um yeah it's such a blessing to have you in the coaching academy and we did a competition and one of the well the prize was to win a place to be interviewed on this here podcast. So yes, it's a blessing to have you here today. Mm, thank you. That was just such a beautiful introduction. <laughs> thank you so much. Such a pleasure. Yes, 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 yes. So do you want to start by telling us a little bit about you? Like how did you end up here? Oh, how did I end up here? Wow, what a question. <laughs> so I have been on my self-love journey for a good few years now. Um, and I follow you on social media, as we said. And I just love everything that you're about, like what you promote, how you inspire women, like how you just don't sugarcoat things, how you swear, because I swear loads. 
and I just felt so connected with you. Um, I also have just always known that my role in this lifetime is to help other people and I just want to be a tool for people to just dive into their own self-love journey as I've done mine because you know along my journey it's massively been down to the amazing teachers that I've had that have helped me to level up and I was just excited and ready to you know be that person for others um but as well as self-love coach I'm also a Cambo practitioner um mm. where I hold space for other people in a different context but you know it's still very much quite a vulnerable space where people share um, about their healing journey um, and I feel like the two just match so well um, because you know when we are physically trying to heal it is an act of self-love you know we're prioritizing looking after our bodies and trying to get the toxins out of our bodies um, and yeah so it just felt like it was it was the right step forward for me. Mm, love that so tell us about Cambo because I think I don't think <laughs> I don't think we've ever talked about Cambo on the podcast. So what a beautiful opportunity. Yeah, so um so Cambo is a secretion from a frog. It's used by the tribes in the Amazon. And um, they've used it for thousands of years. So the tribes people predominantly use it before they the day before they go hunting because it gives them loads of energy, loads of stamina. They feel like they need less sleep, less food. Um, the women also take it because it helps them with fertility issues and they also take it because it gets rid of the negative energy from the body. Um, in the West, we've had it for ooh, 30, 40 years now and we realise that it helps with a lot of Western issues as well. So it helps massively with things like anxiety and depression. It helps with STIs that are supposedly incurable. It helps with anything connected to the liver, the digestive system um, and the lymphatic system. So it travels through your lymphatic system. So it massively helps with anything connected to inflammation in the body. Um, and because the peptides, so peptides are like small building blocks that even our hormones, our blood, our bones are made from. So the peptides that are within Cambo are super similar to human saliva. So your body accepts it like it's its own. The Cambo goes into your body, works its way around your body and finds out all the toxins and bits that need moving from the body. And then you purge it out. So it's a purgative. It makes you be sick. Um, so it is quite a strong process. But afterwards, people massively report how energized they feel, how much clarity they have in their life. People make massive life changes, just like they do after self-love coaching. <laughs> But they just because they have so much clarity, they you know they wake up the next day and they're like, right, this is what needs doing. Um, and people have healed lots of physical conditions. It massively helped people with diabetes. People have seen massive reductions in um, like skin conditions. I personally, why I became a practitioner was because I completely got rid of my acne. So I had really severe acne. Massively helped with that, and also um, it rid my body of eczema so I used to not be able to uh, make a fist with my hand without it cracking and bleeding um, and completely I know you guys can't see on the podcast but Gina can see I'm showing her my hands right now like I have no eczema whatsoever on my hands now um, wow really amazing stuff wow holy shit I mean I've personally never done Cambo um even though I've you know, been involved with a lot of plants and quite a few of my friends have done it. And I've been obviously listening to their stories and 
and everything. And I actually didn't know like a lot of the physical healing that it can do. I thought it was more on the energetic and like the emotional purging. That's incredible to hear. Wow, you just blown my mind. Yeah, so like it's it is amazing for the emotional stuff because Cambo goes so deep and gets all the toxins out of the way. You know, our bodies hold the story, don't they? You know, as humans, we try and push things down and be like, nope, I'm holding it together, I'm holding it down rather than just releasing. So Cambo does really support a beautiful emotion emotional release. But yeah, the physical detox is unreal and if you think about it like your body is constantly working on a cellular level to keep your body in in harmony like to keep it clean you know to to digest your food to get rid of all the waste and cambo just goes in and absolutely blasts through it all and it's like right body doesn't want this let's get rid um and you know it's purgative through the mouth like you can be sick but it can also be the other end as well which can be interesting it's really really pretty processed <laughs> but you know it's completely profound and has healed so much for so many mm, wow 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 okay amazing <sighs> so um to anyone listening who's like wait I want that what's like a great way a great safe like is it good for everyone who's it good for where do they find it yeah so there um there's lots of combo practitioners at most countries in the world now um so you can get in touch with me um and I can direct you to someone um near where you live um so you can get me on instagram at laura bam bam love um, and i'm happy to direct you to practitioners who i know um have been trained to a really good standard so i trained with the iakp and they are absolutely amazing they're so thorough um, the owner uh, the creator of their iakp trained directly with the tribes for a lot of years so she is very very experienced and that's who we directly get the medicine from um, so what is really beautiful and magical and I really want to share this because it's the fun bit is what's amazing about the frog of Cambo is it's got like a self-protection so the frog does not create Cambo the secretion the same way when it is outside of its natural habitat so people can't remove the frog from its natural habitat and try and make like a farm out of it it has to be in the Amazon where it's naturally from for it to, to make the secretion. So it means that, you know, it stays with the tribes people who retrieve it in a really like safe way, sacred way with the frog, like they honor the frog so much because it's what keeps them healthy and keeps them thriving in the jungle. And now obviously it also brings them an income from all around the world. So I think that's such a magical thing that the frog is like got this self-protection that, you know, people can't exploit it. I just think that's great. But yeah, so people can get Get, get in touch with me I'm happy to direct them to people near them um, and then with regards to contraindications there are some contraindications um, if you've had a um, an organ transplant um, you wouldn't be able to receive cambo if you've had um, any aneurysms you wouldn't be able to receive cambo um, and you can if you've got certain mental health problems anxiety and depression are fine they're actually really um, massively supported through cambo um, and then there's a few of that. You can't be pregnant or under the age of 18. Um, but pretty much all of the conditions that you can think of can be supported by Cambo. 
it can help with anything that's hormone related so lots of people you know have thyroid issues it can really help with that lots of people have difficulties with diabetes it can massively help with that um so there's lots of conditions where yeah cambo would be of great use Mm -hmm. love that thank you for sharing your medicine um so i want to switch gears slightly and talk a little bit about um yeah like is there anything you want to share about this journey i think Mm -hmm. i really love to touch on the impact of my mum's death because Mm. i feel like on my journey um when my mum passed away i found it really difficult to find people of my age like really sharing about kind of their experience of death Mm. and i felt everything I was finding was from people who were older who you know you would expect to I'm not saying that people even younger than me haven't experienced significant death but you know everything I was reading was like or listening to it felt like they were like in their 50s or their 60s and or older and um just didn't have anyone that felt as relatable to me like yeah because one of my biggest traumas I found was like losing my mum like I've not even had children yet and I've not you know if I ever get married I'm not married yet or you know I've not had these key things happen to me that I hope to happen in my lifetime that I it's like I I mourn the fact that she won't be there like that was like an extra loss Mm. and and so I would really like to touch on like a little bit of my journey around actually the collateral beauty that I've experienced from losing my mum because that time I had all those worries um, when my mum died of like oh my god but I don't have her for this and I don't have her for that and actually in the last like two and a half years what's come from it is I've actually become my 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 best self like I've actually become a woman I I love me the way my mum loved me because I lost you know it felt like I lost this big massive love in my world that I couldn't receive in any other form and it just made me dig deep like and it's what led me to want to love mm-hmm. me there's no there is no love like a mother well I, I say that like for, for the relationship that me and my mum had like she was my absolute fucking world and losing her was the biggest trauma I've experienced um and but actually what's come from it is as equally beautiful as the depths of the love that my mum gave me. So what would you say to somebody listening who's going through a similar situation to you? It's really hard. So when I first lost my mum, I remembered being so pissed off by everything that everyone wanted to tell me about how my journey was going to be. Like, I just, I felt angry that like the world stood still for me when my mum died and for everyone else, you know, life continued. Yeah, they were, they were sad when she died, but then they just kind of went back to life and everything was okay. And I was just holding this, this immense pain that just felt like it was everything. Like to me, nothing else mattered. And people would speak to me about trivial things and I would just want to fucking scream in their faces and be like, are you for real? Like people would be having arguments with loved ones and all I wanted to be like was just fucking love your loved ones like you don't know when they're gonna go and so I was in like a real a real stage of just being angry but like I held that in um and actually I think that I wish that I would have known that anger release 
at that stage. So I'm not necessarily suggesting people go out and get angry at other people when they get frustrated in their moments because, you know, it is your own feelings that you're feeling. But using that anger release tool of like screaming into a pillow, punching, just allow yourself to scream and shout in the safety of your own space and releasing that energy from the body rather than holding it in would have been massive for me because since I had those tools, I have now now two and a half years later been releasing the anger that my body was storing and at the time the way that it was coming out in my body was I was so anxious because I wasn't letting anything come out you know I was having really erratic thoughts and I just thought I was going a little bit crazy to be honest but I think where I was suppressing everything my body didn't know how to release it and it was just coming out in all these other ways so like massively massively encouraged finding ways to release um, and like I say, like the screaming tool is just amazing. Um, and I also think yeah. talk about it is so important. So like in the beginning, I was so scared to talk about my pain because I didn't want other people in the room to feel uncomfortable. I didn't it, didn't want it to be that moment of like a hay bale going past kind of when everyone feels super awkward because I'm talking about my dead mum. Like, and that is literally how I felt. And actually once I started owning and feeling comfortable to be like, I feel like shit, I am in pain. Like people were actually happy to hold space for me so much more than I give them credit for. And actually I had so many conversations with friends around my recommendations of what I wish I'd have done or things that actually meant the world to me. So like I found letters or bits of writing from my mum that weren't directly written to me, but were like written about me. Um, I'd given my mum this um, this task um, when she was like in her sickness stage of just like writing down all the things that she had to be grateful for. And she got so much out of it. And um, I ended up finding that list and like, oh, I'm going to cry. Mm. <laughs> number one thing on that was like that she was thankful for me and like finding that when she was dead was like it was like a cuddle from the grave like it was the most beautiful thing to find so ever since then all of my friends who have mums like I've always said to them like write your children letters like you do not know what's around the corner and like things like that are so healing um, I've gone a bit off into the other side of it rather than the people who are going through the experience but like and just having those conversations with people like we don't talk about death enough in our culture like we we hide from it and we and we think it's uncomfortable but actually it's just a part of life that we don't allow ourselves to to enjoy and I know that's a weird word but I think because we become so we distance ourselves from death so much that when it comes round it's like so much scarier than what it needs to be and actually what I've ended up getting over the last two and a half years is the most profound angel like since my mum died I have leveled up next level my energetic connection to spirit to source because I truly believe and I not even believe I truly know and feel and have experienced my mum in energetic form like ever since she's died I have been um lucid dreaming so much more and I've had like the most like before my mum died I don't think I really had I had like the odd dream if I was having like a groggy sleep or whatever but I didn't dream that much and ever since my mum's died like the dreams that I've had where she's physically been with me and holding my hand and like you know 
feel her holding my hand has been so much stronger so through my mum's death and I think because we've got such an energetic connection you know when she's died that hasn't gone like mm. giving me the opportunity to know and feel past or mm. out amazing thank you for sharing all of this and yeah I just want to say Laura was talking earlier about the emotional release tool. So I just want to let you in on what that emotional release tool is. So this is a tool that I taught in the Infinite Self-Love Coaching Academy, which Laura is a part of. And um, it's essentially a way to somatically release emotion from the body. And so there's a whole bunch of these different ones And the one we're talking about right now is rage ritual. So this is where you can sit on your bed uh, with some pillows um, in kind of like a child's pose. And with your palms clenched, you can bash the pillow with your forearms safely. So the key for this is safely. You don't want to injure your body in any way. Otherwise, it's not the correct way to do it. So lots of pillows, um, bashing the pillow, um, and then also screaming into the pillow. So face completely in the pillow. And this scream comes from the belly. So it doesn't come from the throat because you can really damage your throat and hurt your body and kind of lose your voice. It's like the sound is like, (sighs) Um, so when we do this from the belly and it releases a lot of stuck energy into the pillow and the other way to do it is to just literally put your hand over your mouth, your other hand on top of that, create like a vacuum and then the same thing into the hands. And you can also alternate between rage ritual, which is what we just explained and also a grief ritual, which is where, and they do normally come together, like rage and tears, rage and sadness, like anger and sadness. Um, So for the grief ritual, all you do is you put your arms up above your head, open your chest, open your heart, and you make the sound that your heart, that feels in resonance with your heart. So it, what you can just tune in with the sound of your heart and it might just be like, ah, um, or any kind of iteration of that sound and look up, look back, open the heart. Because usually when we're sad, we like fold over and the heart is closed. So this is all about the opposite, opening the heart to release the energy and shake it, breath, sound, movement, shaking, breathing, moving, um, will release some of this energy. And it's super powerful, isn't it, Laura? Beyond powerful. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for bringing that in. And thank you for, yeah, I'm really excited that I got to share those on the podcast because I haven't actually shared them. So I'll just credit where credit is due. So I've been using somatic tools like this in my practicing with my clients with myself for years and years and years because it's so powerful and those specific two rituals are from my recent training at ISTA International School of Temple Arts which is incredible um so um yeah to credit ISTA there for their amazing rituals um 
Okay, so I want to loop back to something you were saying, Laura, about um, death. And I think this is such a profound topic. It's a topic that, like everything you were saying, I was like, I get it, I resonate. You know, I've spoke on here many times about my big awakening, being there when my dad passed, being with him in the room, and then being so directly connected to spirit. And yeah, what you said about how death is like a natural part of life and it doesn't have to be miserable. Like I so, 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 so relate. And that's the thing, like a lot of it is the fear of death. And actually in my experience, like when death actually was upon my dad and my granddad, it was actually a really profound, beautiful experience it was actually very calm and like connected and like beautiful yeah so personally I've written about this in my book I felt like wow I should be miserable right now but I'm actually not so I love that you're bringing this in as a as an invitation for people to not fear death Mm. yeah like I won't lie in the beginning it wasn't easy for me my mum's last years of her life were not happy. Yeah. I think I I almost feel like I took on her regret of life and like her like the pain of maybe not doing in life what she wished she would have done or wish she would have completed. And I spiraled in that at the beginning. Um massively you know when you love someone so much all you want for them is to have the most amazing life and the most amazing life experience and so I went into a bit of like pain of like oh my gosh but she just didn't do x y and z and she you know she didn't do all the things she wanted to do and she actually so my mum died during covid um, and I'd not seen her for 12 weeks before she died um and so you know that in itself I did you know another layer of like oh my god oh my dog oh my god (laughs) oh my god I just didn't get you know my mum's last days with her um but another technique that massively massively helped me was writing my mum a letter so um again another thing that you taught Regina um which I'm so grateful for um so I ended up well it was like something you taught me on the course and then I slightly tweaked it um but yeah so I ended up writing my mum a letter about everything that I was sorry for because uh, regret is such a massive thing when when someone dies like, and again that's something that we don't talk about we don't talk about how guilty we're gonna feel when someone dies and I think it's like a super normal part of when someone dies that like you just feel guilty because when someone's with you we always take people for granted that we love or not for granted but you always think that there's tomorrow you always think that there's going to be another day that there's going to be more times you never really think it's going to be the last time and because of that it's just a different perspective you know they always say you know things in hindsight and death I think is like the biggest lesson around that and it's the one that because it's so permanent you you can't alter it um so yes the guilt that comes after death is was quite intense for me and for most people I've spoken to so writing my mum a letter of everything I just wanted to say sorry for and then I let myself step into the shoes of being my mum. So imagining what my mum actually would have said to me in return. And I wrote it on the letter as if she was writing a letter back to me. And honestly, that was like one of the most therapeutic things I could have done. 
and I would have never thought to have done something like that and through all like the google searches that I did and looking on different books and things like that that was never something that came across and you know our loved ones love us unconditionally the same way we love them unconditionally you know my mum probably had regrets about things she did with me as my mum like let's get it right like we're all human um but she would have never wanted me to be in pain or feeling guilt or any of these things so by really allowing myself to drop into like how my mum felt towards me it allowed me to lift this massive burden that I'd been carrying on myself like and I'd not realized just how heavy it was. And since that day, since I like really tuned into the fact that all my mum wants for me is to be happy and to be in joy and to be celebrating life. And the she would not even the things I was feeling, <laughs> the things I was feeling guilty for, she would have been like, What on earth, Laura? Like, no, like that wasn't even a thing. Like, and the more and more I went into how she would have felt, the more I really realized it was the mind chatter you know that negative mindset that we have over so many situations that just decided mm-hmm. to pull itself into this big massive ball of heavy energy of guilt it was a game changer oh yes so good so good and just to like kind of bring this back to what we're doing here this is self-love like this is what self-love is because you holding all that regret and not forgiving yourself and like, you know, holding all of this energy inside of you, like you rightly said, your mum wouldn't want you to do that. Nobody else wants you to do that. You don't even want you to do that. But yet you're doing that because you feel you can't forgive yourself. And how many people listening have some range of this on some spectrum from a teeny 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 little bit will still be energetically manifesting from that place which I'll explain in a second all the way to people who hold themselves accountable for everything that ever happened to anyone in the world you know and literally can't enjoy the life because they hate themselves for whatever they've done or not done or whatever and you getting to alchemize this. And by the way, though, the letter writing stuff, that was all stuff. That's what I learned when I, when my dad died, like this is the journey I've been on. And that's why it's in, it's in the 12 steps of transformation about forgiving ourselves, And thus it's come through in the coaching Academy as well. So I'm so glad that you got to do those exercises and that it was so releasing. Um, and yeah, just like that is the most the most intense self love work. You basically get to go from self hate, self non forgiveness, self judgment, self criticism, self should have, would have, could have, all of that into acceptance, relief, release, love. You know, liking being allowed to make mistakes just like you would do for any other human. So this is, I just want to highlight like how powerful this work is. And now you've released that where you're manifesting from is a completely different place. So just so I can kind of like, in case anyone's like, what does that actually mean? If you are even subtly or even subconsciously, um, 
hating on yourself, um, not able to forgive yourself for something. And it's not like it has to happen immediately. You know, things can take a bit of time, but you can have an intention to want to forgive yourself. That's self-loving, you know. Anywhere where people are like holding this like bitterness towards themselves, you are magnetizing bitterness. You're magnetizing people who, um, you know, also don't love themselves or also acting from that place and opportunities that are a match to that vibration. Whereas if you are in acceptance, we'll just call it acceptance, but self-love, you will magnetize love. You'll magnetize opportunities of that frequency. And that is the self-love journey, essentially. Mm. I really feel like this self-love journey is also so much more than just us. Like, um, so my mum died of a, a lung condition and they don't really know much about it. Like my mum wasn't a smoker. They, there wasn't much that they could do to, to help her. Like once they knew that that's what she had, like we just knew she was terminal. And the lungs, like energetic, like in energetics, are massively connected to, to guilt. And um, my mum did hold a lot of guilt through different things throughout her life, which, you know, those people, same way my mum wouldn't have wanted me to hold guilt, they wouldn't have wanted her to hold guilt. But my mum was so consumed by this guilt that in her last years, you know, she barely left the house, she put on a lot of weight, she was just quite sad in her later years. And I do really, really feel like my journey of releasing this guilt around her has been healing for my entire feminine bloodline because my grandma was the same, you know, and I now get to break that cycle. I now, whenever I have children, get to step forward, encouraging my children not to hold like that level of guilt and for that pattern to not continue. And I also get to really hold space for people. It's made me a better human because now if people need to cancel plans on me, if people, you know, like as little as canceling plans or, you know, if people maybe do something out of character or maybe something not so nice that day or I'm just maybe owe me money or I don't know I can't think I'm just trying to think of things that someone maybe who might hold guilt for I can now hold space and encourage them not to feel guilty about that and we can just work through it and it's fine and we can just move through things so not only do I think it's helped within my family setting but I just think the way I now get to step forward in life through these tools of learning to let go of this guilt through for myself means that I then get to encourage others to do that as well and we just get to be this snowball effect because I think women I say women probably all people but I just know that it's such a strong wound with women this guilt thing because we hold such a level of responsibility for like other people's happiness when no one can be happy for anyone's happiness but ourselves like we can support each other and we can you know hold space and offer tools but you know we are all each responsible for our own our own feelings and therefore you know we all need to and the more we step into this the more we're going to communicate better with each other so we're all going to get our own needs met better anyway um and it's just such a spiral just this one act of each of us stepping into like you know letting go of guilt and stepping into more self-acceptance and more self-love you know it's not going to be possible for that not to be so contagious to those around us Mm, mm, okay yes I love this and this is absolutely well I mean this is what my TED talk is going to be about so it's about how 
self-love has the word self in it. It implies that it's selfish or selfful or, you know, that it's for the self. But actually, the whole point of self-love, well, for me anyway, is that it's not like a micro situation. Like it's it's the key to the macro situation. You know, it's the key to evolution like for me it's the key to everyone evolve if everyone does it everyone gets to evolve we we literally are the new world one by one by one by one and like you say you know when we work on our self-love we not just heal we don't just heal ourselves we heal our immediate people around us you know this morning I've been for breakfast with a couple of friends and I can I can see and feel that one of them specifically is not loving herself right now. And I was like, how's your self-love at the moment? And she's like, oh, you know. And I can immediately like mirror back to her where she's not in that frequency. And immediately she has an up level. Immediately she's on a different plane for the day, you know. So that's from me doing that work. So in our immediacy, in our immediate people around us, they get to ripple out. And then like you said, you literally heal your bloodline or like you heal your ancestry through this work. And not just that, like, like for example, my mum is, she's not into like personal development as such. Like she, she's read my book and she listens, she reads my posts and things. And through me doing this work and what I share, she gets to see herself. She's learned so much through me doing my work and sharing about it that it's healed her and it's healed her relationship with her family and her mother and, you know, above her. And that's not even it. You know, then we end up shouting it from the rooftops and like, you are becoming a self-love coach right now. And you get to ripple out to people that you don't even know yet and beyond and probably create, you know, podcast or book or whatever you're going to create, which is going to be loads because you're freaking amazing. Um, All those people that this, your inner work will impact and the ones you don't even know. Like, it's phenomenal. It's like, it literally blows your mind when you actually, when the penny drops of like what this work is that we're doing as self-love coaches you know we are like all interconnected like I truly believe you know we're all like drops in the ocean but we all make up the ocean and we're all connected Mm -hmm. Um, so we're we're all going to ripple at the same energy because we're all connected to each other so the more we all you know take ownership for where we're at and prioritize our own self-healing you know the sooner we get to make heaven on earth and I know that sounds so cheesy, but I truly believe like we make our reality. Like we, we all have like the God spark, the universe spark, whatever it is that you want to call it. We all have that within us and we all have the power to create this world to be what it's going to be. And it's been the most empowering thing, you know, being in a group of women who have just got your back and are excited for you to be sharing this you know all of these self-love tools with people has been amazing but also the sessions that I've had with the women 
I feel like I've got as much out of the session as the women are reporting to get out of the sessions. To be able to hold space for someone who's been vulnerable and sharing, you know, their traumas, their experiences, their upsets, their insecurities, and be able to, you know, go through that journey with a woman and then they come out the other side just feeling so like liberated or excited for life or ready for change or you know on a mission and ready to take it like it just feels like such an honor to be the person who's holding that space for that transformation um and it's amazing because you know you when you start any type of training you know if you're becoming a yoga teacher or um I don't know a masseuse or just whatever type of training you go into when you go in you always feel like such a novice like you go in feeling like a little bit like Oh, you know you believe like oh, who am I to be doing this a bit of imposter syndrome you get with everything I think when you say well the average person does I do let me reword that I've always got that when I've started something new and actually this has felt like the most natural thing I've ever done like it just feels like oh my gosh you know when people talk about that fire in your belly and just knowing your life purpose and knowing it's meant for you like to be on this journey which was scary don't get me wrong you know it's such a big undertaking and when you first start it you're like oh my god is this for me am I doing the right thing have I got a cheek even thinking that I'm this person but honestly I just keep getting confirmation like this is literally my life purpose and I'm so grateful for you Gina having like put this course on that felt accessible to me you know that I felt like it was what I should be doing you know everyone we all resonate with different people don't we and that's that's totally normal and finding a teacher in any avenue of life like you're not gonna resonate with every teacher you're not gonna learn from every teacher you're not gonna you know have the same views and different things and I feel like you've pushed me in lots of ways that have made me not only I think an amazing coach and I'm going to own that and just say that actually rather than give myself a little but <laughs> well bragged yes I'm going to take on that brag yeah I am, I am now an amazing coach thanks to everything you've given me but you've also pushed me to really look at my ethics and values throughout this and I'm really great for the opportunity for the mirror you've been able to give me throughout this to become a better human as well I'm really Uh, (laughs) oh thank you for sharing that Mm, yeah wow well you know you were just saying you know don't get me wrong it was hard at the start like what was it actually like for you because how did you hear about the coaching academy and what what did you think and then how was the process and how was the resistance so heard about it through your social media um and to be honest as soon as I saw the post I got the fuck yes like I got in touch with you as soon as I seen it and then in honesty when I saw when you told me the investment I was like fuck like put that much money into myself like it just felt like it just felt really uncomfortable, not going to lie. And actually the process of going through that and letting myself invest into myself like that, ever since that's happened, oh my gosh, financially I have been flowing. Like it's mental. 
I've left my bread and butter job before this course is even over. Like, and it's, and it's kind of, my job kind of left me. So I left my job with the intention. So I was a child. I'm going to say was now as well. I'm going to say past term. I was a children's social worker. I left my job just as this course started, but with the intention of getting another job. Another job was lined up and loads of things have happened. I've just ended up not starting it, but then my combo has been booming. I've already got like my first um, paid clients, which feels amazing. So I'm officially a coach, you know, how amazing. And just other bits and pieces of jobs that are really interesting. Like my friend's doing like a fashion show and she was like, oh, I, I need someone to um to be a dresser I was like I've never done that but yes please like that sounds fun that sounds a bit of me and it's really interesting because I feel like all these extra doors have opened and loads of space has been created so I'm just flowing and enjoying different ways of making an income that don't feel like work like talk about like it just felt so and also like my schedule is mine now like I like I'm not doing a nine-to-five job and that feels good. That feels like delicious. It felt scary, but it kind of happened to me and I kind of didn't make the decision. And it was all in time with me saying yes to this. That spirit was like, okay, if you're ready for this and you're ready for this, this let's let's bring it on. That's how it's felt. Mm. Oh, thank God. Thank God. And honestly, like, I just want to say, well, first of all, you're not the only one in the group that this is happening for you know, like even one of the, one of the ladies last week, well, two weeks ago, we're on our call and she works like 12 hour shift. She works nights. She's fucking busy. She's got a child. She's got this full-time job. She's in this call. She's stretched. She's at capacity. And she was like, oh, I just don't want to do my job, but I need the money, you know? And I was like, okay, let's just set an intention of what you're praying for. And she's like, basically praying for a way where she can make the same money or more doing what she wants, working less hours, having more time with a child, being more available for a coaching and that, that, that. And we literally sat for five minutes and just sent some energy to that prayer for that woman. And last Wednesday, what did she share? Can you remember? Yeah, they're giving them... Paid voluntary redundancy, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" And I, I don't think she'd even put two and two together that the week before we'd prayed for that, and then she got it, and she was like, "Fucking hell, we did pray for that." <laughs> so, like, you know, the universe is conspiring in everyone's favor, always, and like this group is a, such a good reminder of how freaking magical, how freaking powerful, how freaking free we get to be how freaking awesome life gets to be, like how freaking cool life is when you say yes to what you want and no to what you don't. And you've just said it so beautifully there. And you're not the only one. Like in the last group of Coaching Academy ladies, it was just happening, loads of them, loads of them. And I'm just like, yes, the universe wants people like you who are salt of the earth humans, who have gifts to share, who are literally full of consciousness and expansion that can help people. The universe wants you doing that. And it's not that the universe didn't want you to be a children's social worker. And yet you've done that for a time. And this is like the, it's an expansion, you know? 
So I've already made back all of all of my money from the investment for this in a way. So I just as like I said yes to you, the following day I put an offer in for a house and at the minute the housing market in England is just ridiculous. People are putting like 10, 20, 30,000 pounds more than asking prices in because it's so competitive. I put an offer in for like five grand less and that got accepted. And then about a week later, my dad was like, here you go, I'm going to give you this money to, towards your house. So it basically all came up to the amount of the course. So I've literally like received that much back from the universe already. Fuck, yes. Well bragged. And just with all the courses that personally I do, especially Coaching Academy, it was it was born from Coaching Academy, actually. It's like we set an intention on literally session one to make all of the investment back and more by the time, you know, the course ends. And there you go. Like, it's not a coincidence. That's mm. like decided. Thank God. I didn't know that. So thanks for sharing that. I wasn't sure I, I had posted it in the group but I wasn't sure if you'd seen it actually because you didn't comment back so I was like yeah let me just drop that <laughs> I didn't see it so glad you mentioned that okay this is amazing this is amazing so if there's a lady watching now and thinking oh, I'd love to do that but I'm not good enough or I'm this or I'm too busy or that won't happen for me what would you say to her I would say that there is literally only one you in the world, regardless like what you think you've been through or what you think your story is, there is only one you. And the way in which you would be able to coach other ladies would be so unique to you that if you don't step into this, then the women that would have gravitated towards you, that would have benefited from you being a coach will end up missing out in this lifetime. So if you can't do it for you at this stage, but by the end of the course, you would be able to do it for yourself because you're going to love yourself that much that you're going to know how amazing you are. If at this stage that's too far of a reach, then do it for all of the ladies that would only get the transformation because you become a coach. Wow, that's potent, super potent. Yeah, wow. I'm so excited for... Well, for the clients that you, the paid clients that you already have received, I'm so excited for them getting some Laura codes. I'm so excited for the ones that you're about to meet, that are about to meet you. And yeah, I really honestly just know in my heart how much of a beautiful space. And like I said, like that, like earth guardian that you are, not just like of earth, mother earth but like of the people of like like you said your ethics everything is so salt of the earth that this is exactly what you get to do for a good reason you know it's it's such potent magic Mm, thank you thank you for this journey Gina you know honestly it's so much more than I imagined and I'm already feeling just like a different woman and it sounds super cheesy and I know when people listen to podcasts certain things can sound quite cheesy can't they it's like oh what you feel transformed already but literally like the woman I was at the start of this course I, I questioned so much like I doubted so much I held back so much you know Self and one of the biggest lessons I've taken away from you is like the realization of self sabotage and what that looks like. 
it comes in so many forms and we all do it so often you know I don't have enough time I don't have enough money I don't have like what there's so many of them and like I didn't realize how often I was doing it to myself I actually thought I was quite a confident person and quite a you know self-loving person and actually when you gave me the sabotage goes I was like oh my god I do that to myself left right and center and just the knowing of that has changed my daily actions and my daily thoughts and that's just been profound wow 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 um okay is there anything else you want to talk about um no I think I've touched on lots uh, I've had the sexy codes already because I'd be going in on the sexy codes <laughs> sexy codes yeah you do you have the sexy codes you are like a pure sex goddess for sure yeah uh, that's that's my next journey like, I've got earth down now I mean earth are good like I'm giving to earth I give to the humans <laughs> now bring on the sex <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, absolutely that that just happens it's a natural progression of like because also one thing I do want to talk about just briefly is that during coaching academy like we we have all these sessions you know there's all sorts of things that is taught and learning and we also have these drop-in sessions where sometimes I will go deep with one person and we we have gone freaking deep with you and like some of that was not pretty and was not easy and was really like an hour of sobbing and you were just here for it and so brave and like all of these things that you've excavated it is the space that's created these new thought patterns and like you say now I want to go in on the sex coat you know it's like yeah because all that was in your field and to clear it all out and excavate it and now you can stack in the new stuff so I want to add like as as fun and as joyful and it really is joyful and fun the coaching academy it is freaking hard work as well yeah do you know what that session when we went like in on all of my bits like that feels like so long ago oh my gosh like that's found like just to be like witnessed by so many women like watching me cry and share all my vulnerabilities about like my what was crazy for me was like all my money I don't even like calling them issues anymore because I want to change my language, but all my stuff around money that I was having came from so long ago. And like, it was totally like my inner child was like ruling me now. And like that realization that I feel like my internal is finally catching up to my current day age and it's less my inner child running the show. Absolutely. So yeah, it is really like you, your brave soul being like, you know what? this is a lot to give to myself, but I'm going to give it to myself. You gave it to yourself. You immediately started to make that money in different ways. And then within the course, clearing out all these deep, deep, deep childhood self-love blockers. It's like, it's like a two-pronged, well, it's like a 10-pronged approach, you know, like it raises your frequency in all of these ways. And like it's no doubt now, you know, you're getting your paid clients and your money streaming in and all these things because you've you've done the freaking work, you know. That's what happens. 
Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to own that I've done the work. Like, and I'm going to brag that I've done the work because I have committed for years to wanting to love myself and actually like shedding off society's kind of negative like story that they tell about self-love being selfish like I've known and I've been determined to to want to love myself more so that you know I'm happier because when I'm happier anyone I come into contact's happier it helps everyone by loving yourself Boom. what a great phrase to close on <laughs> oh thank you so much Laura, your wisdom, your energy, your time, your beauty. Just, yeah, I love you so much. And I'm so grateful to share you with PS I Love Me. I want a podcast. Yeah, you are, girl. Yeah, you are. Well bragged. <laughs> By the way, bragging is something we learn in the coaching academy. And it's, it's a big one because, you know, bragging is so bad in inverted commas but it's actually really fun to do isn't it when you get into it celebrate you boo celebrate you absolutely well thank you so much i appreciate you and i'll see you in the in the next coaching academy call which is in an hour i can't wait thank you thank you thank you If you've loved this podcast, if you have taken anything away, then do everybody a favor and please share it. Leave a five-star review. This will help us to get noticed, to get seen and for more of the right people to hear it. 